0: <laughs> welcome everybody to the big dog ball talk where uh one half of us wears a shirt and the other half doesn't jordan what's up my friend uh solid nipples how's the day going thanks
1: man it's good um i'm just eating some nuts right now but um it's late we're doing another late pod i work late you uh applied to do a late pod with me thank you for that if,
0: uh I'm always grinding me yeah uh,
1: this one you are. And we'll see how this one goes. I, I worked two jobs today. I, I did a little babysitting and then straight from there to
0: oh, my
1: uh, grocery uh, store job that I previously, previously mentioned. So we'll see how this one goes. I might, There might be some, I might say LaMelo Ball when I mean Lonzo and uh, mix up the Plumleys. We'll, we'll, see, how, we'll see how we do.
0: How would you rank no, your uh, your babysitting abilities? I mean, hopefully the person that you're, like the, the kid who's be your babysitting, doesn't hear this. Uh, but be honest, man, tell us. Like you, cause I, you don't really seem like a guy who's like an authoritarian figure in a child's life. No, like, I oversaw a lot of children in my days uh, as a as a YMCA day camp uh, counselor, man. So I I know I know who's got it and who doesn't. You don't seem like you're a guy who got it.
1: Oh c- come on, Matt! I was a counselor at at uh, summer camp from yeah, I always, what
0: was it? I always forget about that too because I just I don't know, Matt. Yeah, just excuse can't me. Beat the hell out of you. They like, have you ever seen <laughs> that, what's that? What's that uh, old movie called Meatballs? No. Be like that. Are you ready for the summer? And you're out there on the middle of the lake and in a in a mattress. You have no way of getting back. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: Well, yeah. They. Yeah. The John I, Candy. I guess,
0: maybe I don't know
1: the uh the kids uh yeah they they kind of have their way with me they, uh, they oh hey right yo. no <laughs> okay thanks they they push me around uh they uh, are definitely not an authority figure but they like me because i'm chill okay nice. and it's four kids four kids i'm looking after um four three of them are yeah four at a time Ooh, three of them are like five hell, it is it, it well. It, it it is hell, but you know they're they're really well behaved. Actually, they're they're really sweet kids. But and they're all boys, so they you know they're down to run around and and uh, you know mm. kick kick balls and stuff outside. Uh, nice. We played some basketball, some some soccer outside today. Nice man. Um, but uh, yeah, it was pretty exhausting, and then yeah, straight to the other job. So so again, I, I say once again, we'll see how this goes. But um, and but to answer your question, Matt, uh, I'm great with kids. It, all, I'll it, leave it at that. Really don't i, don't,
0: I your... I'll give you a seven based on your input. That sounds about you what you're kidding coming. me. Yeah, I'll, I'll say seven. I'm like
1: an eight point five at least. Supply. Come, come if on. you
0: supply me three references, then maybe I'll I'll try bump that up around it up. First to of all,
1: I can do that easy. Um, but yeah, my sure strategy, the the way I get through is I just I conserve my own energy so I never burn out. You know, like I I just like I'm chill. I'm I'm can very even field. Do anything. That's right, and I mean <laughs> supervised really. They just. You know most of the time they're they're fine they just you gotta stop from making the really horrible decisions you know exactly like, uh, yeah
0: well falling down the
1: stairs or whatever yeah but I, I got it under control
0: kids don't need to be yeah the, the falling down the stairs is good for you i fell down my plenty mm-hmm. of nice mm-hmm. things i mean uh yeah it's and my brain works decent um uh, but everybody welcome back from uh, babysitter ball talk big dog ball <laughs> talk uh with matt eichhorn and uh my friend jordan Flegel uh Lots and lots to talk about, as always, in the world of the NBA uh, since we last spoke to you guys on Monday. Uh, and we're going to kick it off with uh, a team that was uh, what led off our show on Monday as well, the Golden State Warriors. Uh, Clay Thompson now has played a couple games. He's uh, getting a little more simulated in there. Still looking a bit slow and uh, definitely looked a little bit off in today's blowout loss to the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, I, I mean, going into this one, Jordan, we were expecting a clash of the Titans. I mean, two of the top teams in the league uh, definitely on the, on the table, this could be a, a finals matchup, uh, dream on green yep. out for the warriors, uh, and drew holiday out for the bucks, but the bucks absolutely just laying the hammer down. Uh, I was 118 to 99 final score, but, uh, I believe the bucks were up almost uh, like 30, 35 at one point. And then they kind of dumped yep. in the benches and then, you know, obviously in garbage time, uh, sometimes the scores get a little bit closer, but, uh, I, I, another dominating performance against a bonafide fide contender by the Bucks, and uh, yeah. they again. We said it on our, on the last podcast. I mean, they're looking like uh, they could be the team to beat in the East, and uh, a decisive win like this over uh, a possible uh, Western Conference matchup uh, in the playoffs. Uh, I mean, it's it's hard to argue that the the Bucks are the team to, to beat in the league. Yeah,
1: yeah, for sure. And uh, you know, on on the Warriors side, it was a weirdly uncharacteristic Steph game. Like he only took 11 shots. He was four for 11, uh, two for six from three, uh, eight boards, four assists. And uh, you, you expect him in a game like this, even if other worries are struggling to kind of take over a little bit more. But the, uh, you know, the, the Bucks as dominant as they looked offensively too, with, uh, you know, Portis going off again with another 20 point game, which is you oh, know, h- hilarious to see. Um, and you know, Grayson Allen was back, back in the mix there. Played well. Middleton was doing his thing. But you know, defensively, Milwaukee is just uh, such a monster to go up against. And, and yeah. you saw that, especially without Draymond as that kind of secondary facilitator. Kind of a you know, when, when Steph plays uh, without Draymond, he's kind of knocked down a peg, just kind of automatically. Draymond does so much uh, more than you know, maybe even like typical fans would even, uh, or, or I should say, casual fans would would. Uh, even kind of understand like uh, his his screening and his movement and and his passing really opens up things for you know curry and thompson and all the other warriors so i think they were really missing draymond in this game and um you know uh wiggins and thompson both took 11 shots each too and uh you know wiggins actually shot the ball okay he was doing fine he had
0: 16 that's uh, a number but, three in all-star voting. Andrew Wiggins, by the way, for anyone knew, w- keeping track, was gonna say, it, I was going to say, I was going to say,
1: Matt, I, 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 I thought about you today when I saw the second, uh, you know, the second round of returns came and there was a graphic that was like, if, if you know, the fan voting ended today, this would be the starter at, uh, of the Western conference. And Andrew Wiggins was right in there, baby.
0: Might as well just give him um, a, not going to last. Jeff will half be half. humble. He'll probably pass off the captaincy to him as well. True. <laughs> uh, I, I don't see why he wouldn't do that. <laughs>
1: Oh my God. But, uh, but yeah. And you, 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 like you said it, the, the score was even closer than the game actually was. Like mm-hmm. uh, it was really a blowout. Like even b- before halftime, uh, the Bucks really just put, put their, you know, foot down um, on the gas and and were blowing them out almost, you know, start to finish. And yeah. uh, it's even though, you know, that Draymond piece was missing, it was a little surprising. I don't, I don't know. I, I think, Sometimes, uh, you know, sometimes it's really hard to play in Milwaukee. Like when Giannis comes out and he knows, uh, or, or it's, it's obvious to the other team that he's going to be coming at you hard all night. Like it's a game he really gets up for. Yeah. Uh, sometimes teams just roll over and it's like, they make a business decision. They say like this, even if we're going to be in this game, it's going to take so much effort. And you know, that's, that's a sign when you go up, you know, when, when you get that feeling against the team, like Milwaukee, that's a sign that they are, um, uh, not just a contender, but like top, top tier. Yeah, um, yeah. Probably the best team in the NBA. Like, if you had to pick like the safest NBA champion, uh, I think most people would go with them because you know what they can bring, you know what they do. And Giannis is probably uh, the most dominant player in the NBA, um, you know, unless you include other guys like Embiid and things, but or, mm-hmm. or, or other guys like that. But, you know, they're not quite as uh, consistent as Giannis. Um, is and y- yeah it's it, uh, although it was an uh, un- uncharacteristic g- game I should say for Steph and the Warriors like you got to give all the credit to Milwaukee because they're still shorthanded they didn't have holiday but they also haven't had Brooke Lopez all year mm-hmm. and it's basically been Giannis sliding up to center and still being as dominant um, like it looks like they haven't lost a step and I- I'd be freaking terrified to see once they get absolutely everybody back including DiVincenzo and and Connaughton, I don't even think is playing right now. Is uh, he now. played tonight? Oh no, he did.
0: He did. Not many minutes. Oh, though. and
1: and Divincenzo's back too. So yeah, they, they were missing their three kind of you know Allen Divincenzo and Connaughton for a while. They're, so they're all back, but they're going to have to be kind of filtered in um, back into the rotation. But uh, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, these guys are going to be scary as hell when they're when they're uh, you know fully healthy. Um, yeah. And yeah, uh, yeah sure. I think I think it's a kind of put the league on notice type of game because everyone's hyped for Clay Day. You know, the Warriors are still um, you know, talked about kind of as kind of the best story in the NBA, yada, yada, yada. And the, the bucks just, uh, you know, really reminded us who, who the defending champion is tonight.
0: Well, and, and we've, you, you mentioned it, uh, earlier there, I mean, with Draymond being out, uh, you know, yeah, offensively, there's so much more that he brings to the table, uh, and that they were missing there but uh, defensively, obviously the, the former defensive player of the year, uh, you know, P- I believe he only has the one, but you know, you could make an argument that he should have much more than that. Uh, one yeah. of the heart and soul um, pieces of this uh, Warriors franchise for the pretty well decade at this point, um, you know, it, even though he doesn't have a whole lot of size there, I mean, running a, a lineup of uh, Gary Payton, uh, Steph yeah. Curry, Clay Thompson, stretch four Wiggins, and then six, seven, Kavon Looney, or uh, six, eight. Like, I know he's short. Like <laughs> I mean, it, like, Giannis was the biggest player on the court. Yeah. Like, there's nobody like by going, far, not a single person on that Warriors team could stop him. I mean, the best fit you could probably have to guard him at this point is Kaminga, but he's just so raw still that there you couldn't, yeah. Giannis would murder him. Uh, and yeah. and Kaminga did actually get a lot of minutes. Uh, some burn gives us a, a good glimpse at, you know, what he could potentially be because again you know we we I, I thought he would probably get a little bit more minutes on this warriors team but uh just yeah. hasn't come to be for him uh but still you know he's getting he's he's growing slowly and i i still think he's got a, a lot of tools to become a great player um but but as a whole uh, i mentioned this to you uh just before we started the podcast i mean this game and even uh, an extension the the game against the nets the 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 bucks won decisively uh yeah it really just showcases how important having just an interior force can be, but we've just shifted from such to such a small ball mentality that when you match up against an absolute monster like Giannis or, or again, as you said in a bead, uh, or just, just anyone who can, or even a Jokic I would even include in that, just someone who yeah. can power you down low and impose their will and you can't do anything about it. And that's what we saw from Giannis. I mean, anytime he wanted yeah. to get to the rim, he could, he, he could make, he didn't even have to make really much of an effort to get into the lane and, you know, him and Chris Middleton running a, like a pick and roll. I mean, it's over that yeah, you go. Yeah. If you go over, then it's a Giannis dunk on the other end. If you go under, then Middleton's going to hit a, hit a shot right in your eye. So, I mean, uh, yeah, I, Everything is turning out well for the Bucks right now. Uh, I mean, there's there's very few teams that I think match up well with them, uh, especially within the East for these kind of top contenders. Their uh, their teams are going to have to start really thinking of a game plan, a way to neutralize Giannis, or uh, or just find a way to you know go toe to toe with them because right now they're looking like a, a team that no one really is going to have an answer for.
1: Yeah, it's, it's it's looking like the only people who could ever stop Giannis were uh, you know heat culture Miami in the bubble. And then, you know, the Toronto Raptors, 2019 Toronto Raptors build a wall, uh, you know, Nick Nurse designed uh, defense like that. That may be the only, the only people who can ever stop, Giannis, because like we saw last year in the finals, you can have a pretty much perfect team. Like the, I I consider basically what the Suns put together in terms of how you want to build your team, um, how you want sort of versatility at different positions, like pretty damn close to perfect but they didn't have a Giannis stopper and I don't know if a Giannis stopper actually exists. Like we had the, we've, we've, we've kind of had this, um, or other teams, uh, throughout the league have had this problem with LeBron in the past too. You, you yeah. want someone who can kind of contain him, but yeah. that person doesn't really exist. Uh, same with, you know, we, we started even last year, the bucks played the, the nets. Um, and you know, everyone was going off about, um, PJ Tucker's defense on, on Kevin Durant, but Kevin Durant was still a, a monster, like historic yeah. numbers in that playoff series, and which is he, how it goes won- for all
0: these guys. Again, we, Igdala, looking back, like how, yeah. that, how did that guy get <laughs> final a final <MVP laughs> when LeBron's averaging 36, 12, and 12? Like, are you crazy? Exactly. I mean, at the time, it kind of made it was like, oh, he did, he did block him a couple times, I think. Yeah, true,
1: true. Yeah, and and so like the, I think that's that's kind of coming around again, where you're it literally like when there's a player that dominant and, and that good uh, you know in the league like Giannis you literally need to build your team around stopping him yeah and I yeah. think uh, you know if I was the Warriors yeah like I, I, from, from what I've heard they've kind of tuned out the noise about people saying oh you need size "Oh, you need this this is this like they're pretty confident in what they do and it, 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 they can back it up they've won a, a whole bunch of championships uh, you know with, with their model so far and yeah. Um, you know it, it, it makes sense but even just this game alone looking at it like if you meet Giannis in the finals you do not have an answer for him really at all and you know when you start with that kind of disadvantage it's so hard to get back um, and you know get, get back to a point where you can have the upper hand and that's exactly what we saw with Phoenix last year like they they almost didn't really have anywhere to go like they could be as good as they wanted offensively they could kind of execute their game plan as well as they wanted to but there was just at the end of the day no one to to slow down Giannis and I think it would kind of be a similar story with uh, with the Warriors even with Draymond I don't think Draymond could really handle Giannis that well oh, I think all that you, would really you'd be able really to really happen even him. if you he, he, he would kind of annoy him I think but I think the only thing that would happen was would be that uh Giannis would get Draymond in foul trouble most games and mm-hmm. then you wouldn't even have him offensively to to you know, help uh, and like we were talking about before, kind of unlock the the shooting of of Stephen Clay. So, I, I think it's specifically for the Warriors a really bad matchup if they were to meet the Bucks in the finals. Um, and you know, I, I don't expect them to make any sort of mid season tr- season trade. That's not really their mo. And they're they're obviously doing great this season. Um, you know, uh, as is, I, I don't think they're gonna. Sort of try and move the needle that way, but mm-hmm. I I would be kind of worried. Like if I was kind of Warriors brass watching this game, thinking, "Oh God, if if we actually meet these guys in the finals, uh, I think Giannis can kind of have have his way with us." And uh, I don't know. Like it's uh, it, it, it is definitely scary to watch. And my my finals picks the, pick the Nets. They're not going to have any defensive answer for Giannis. That's for sure. Uh, the only hope yeah. is to kind of get into a a, a series or 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 a game where you outscore them because the nets obviously have that ability if they've got their, their three stars. Uh, but, you know, in, in terms of kind of like we said before, kind of safest pick to who you trust going through the playoffs and actually going to, you know, getting to the finals and, and winning against anybody in the league, I, I would, I would pick the bucks right now for sure.
0: Yeah, no. I, and it's going to be a while till someone can really prove us wrong on that. So uh, again, just uh, if you're, if you're out there gambling, I mean, uh, the bucks are looking like a yeah. great bet. Uh, you know, if you, especially if you want to take a future, I mean, NBA champions, I mean, it's, it's definitely not out of the question right now. Uh, but to, uh, to move on, uh, to a new topic here, uh, another co- contender versus contender within the East matchup, uh, went down on uh Wednesday night, uh, between the, the Nets and the Bulls. And, uh, again, another lopsided matchup, uh, and on the road, I mean, the, the Nets really bounced back in this one. Uh, we yeah. weren't exactly, we didn't know what to expect. James Harden finally, finally listened That's to us. Oh, James. Finally, yeah. listened to us. Um, I mean, he—that was again. I said this to you right before we started the podcast. Uh, I think that was James Harden's best game as a Brooklyn Net. Uh, I would I mean, say he, yes. he, he was uh, a solid defender, uh, and he was a positive, uh, you know, positive, uh, positive player on the, the the court for them to the, that I, yep. I mean, he—he he was uh, the facilitating really well, and he kind of had his swagger back under him. I mean, he had the beautiful through the legs assist. Uh, he hit multiple, uh, multiple trays. I mean, he, he finally looked like a guy who we could say, you know, one of the best offensive players ever. Cause I, I this, this was almost tarnishing his reputation.
1: Oh yeah. This was a, a bad, bad, uh, or, or, you know, it, it is in the kind of the middle of a bad, bad season for, for yeah. James Harden. I've heard so many people throughout this year talk about, uh, you know, whether or not the Nets should even consider giving him an extension, uh, you know, when his contract ends here and, you know, where what other teams would be interested. So many people saying um, he's really not that guy anymore who is the perennial MVP candidate, uh, one of the best scorers and passers in our game. Like, a, a lot of people legitimately think he's just totally lost a step and he can never get back to that level. Um, and, you know, it's it's hard to to tell because he's had so many bad games this this season, so many frustrating games, but he'll throw in, like, one like this every once in a while and you'll think, you know, like... Look at his, looking at his stat kind of totals is like 25 and 16. That's exactly what uh, I kind of envisioned for him uh, almost every other night. Like maybe not qu- quite that high in terms of assist numbers, but like that he's got the shooters uh, on, uh, you know, uh, with the nets, especially when you've got, you're playing next to Durant. And when Irving's playing, which he was in this game, um, you know, you, you've got guys you can distribute to and you can get your points. You know, you can, you uh, you know, get in there and do a little bit of everything. And that's exactly what he did. He actually hit a classic Harden step back three uh, in this game, which was crazy to see because it feels like he just kind of stopped doing that this year. Um, And, you know, it looked like he had kind of a swagger back. He really came on later in the game too, kind of late in the third uh, and into the fourth when the Nets really pulled away. And uh, yeah, it's, you know, uh, again, like it's a pretty simple formula for the Nets. Like if Kevin Durant and James Harden play super well, um, and, and you know have between that kind of 25 and 30 point mark and then especially if James Harden's uh, got his facilitator cap on that night and hitting open shooters and uh, finding guys on lobs you know pick pick and roll kind of threat guys like that th- this team is all-time great offensively even when Kyrie Irving doesn't really contribute much he only had nine points four for ten um, you yeah, know he's out there no, for sure. But, you know, he was out there drawing his attention and kind of doing his thing, even just as, uh, you know, a decoy on some possessions. But, yeah. um, you know, the, the, this team still has a, a way to go to to reach their ceilings or to ceiling, if uh, especially if, you know, the, the the chatter now is maybe Kyrie's going to actually become a, a full time player at some point. I, mm-hmm. there's a, uh, I think the pre- press conference, I think it was after this game, James Harden, it's like uh, i'll fucking give him the shot if i had to uh,
0: well and, and, uh, and on that note i, I you because yeah you sent me that quote which i which, which i thought was hilarious but yeah the, the stupid thing is i finally i actually i saw and i, I mentioned this to you but like i, I can kind of expand i just kind of said it in like a quick sentence but the league's penalties for Kyrie to play there's no need because like, the, the nets apparently are considering just playing him anyways the max yeah. fine it's like one thousand dollars the first time, two thousand the second time, and then it goes three, four, five, and then on the fifth time it just repeats. Like that's the the cap is five thousand dollars fine. <laughs> so it's like they could just have them play the rest of the home games on like not like less than a hundred k. Like that's nothing. Like that's that, I, how I, insane is that.
1: I don't know what the net's uh, owner's net worth is, but I think his name's like Joseph Tsai or something. But I think he can probably handle it uh, at yeah. the end of the day, uh, if, if, I, if I'm being them, honest. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, so yeah, I, I, you're right. That's that's completely ridiculous. Maybe they'll just go that route. I don't know, but yeah, um, but uh, yeah, like, the, it, there was really good energy in that game. It was a, this was like technically a. a uh, game, the makeup game, like, cause both teams that had postponed games cause of COVID mm-hmm. earlier, it was a, a late start at, at, uh, 10 PM, uh, over there in Chicago and great energy in the building. It was actually pretty close, like through midway through the third, even it was kind of a back and forth game. And then, yeah, the Nets just, just showed that, Offensively, they can just kind of go on a, a crazy run, and yeah. it all happens all at once, kind of like well, the yeah, Warriors was, used to do. At
0: the end of that third quarter, through the beginning yeah. of the fourth quarter, was insane. What uh, an amazing, like perfect basketball on both ends. I mean, even Blake Griffin was making some huge uh, plays. Uh, there was <laughs> True, a, there was a couple of plays at him, and, uh, and I want to also. I mean, Patty Mills was uh, phenomenal. Uh, I mean, yeah, he, yep, you know, he does. Uh, so. He's definitely got to have some love. I know he started a lot uh, this year, but I mean. uh, at this point, like I do think he almost kind of, he still falls in the category of a, you know, a six man of the year. Uh, yeah. Even though he has started so many games, it's just cause that's just who he is. He's an off the bench guy. So, but regardless the other bench player, I wanted to shout out uh former Raptor and former Hawk Deandre Bembry playing some yeah. absolutely fantastic defense against DeMar DeRozan uh, through the, the whole night, stripped him yeah. multiple times was playmaking. He was hustling on the floor for his, for all of his guys. I mean, the nets really like this was the the effort and this is the team that i wanted to see when they played the bucks because again this yeah, was on right. the road too they were facing the adversity of it all and they they really came out to ball and they they showed that they should be uh, considered a contender because we were talking with them last we we're like man we might need to start worrying about the nets uh yeah, and of yeah. course i mean <clears throat> it helps when kevin durant's on your team and you can drop cool to you know 27 and 9 no big deal uh yeah. it, it's an everyday thing for him uh but it, it, yeah it's it's got to be exciting for their, for the nets to know that, you know, they do actually have this ceiling that they can reach, uh, as you said. Yep. Um, but on the other side, I mean, the bulls definitely have to be feeling a little bit discouraged about that yeah. loss because they were right in that game. This is a game that you, it, it means more than just one win or one loss in the scoring column. I mean, you're, this is a team that you could potentially be facing to, you know, get to your path to the NBA finals. Uh, yep. And, Oh my goodness. Yeah. Like a complete collapse like that in the second half at home is definitely not the way that you want to, you know, leave that taste in your mouth. When you think of playing that team, uh, they handled the Rosen really well. I didn't really see a lot of explosiveness from Zach Levine. If I'm being honest, I thought that he was a lot, he looked a little bit like a deer in the headlights at times, uh, throughout this game. I mean, he, he, he shot the ball well, but I, I, I didn't see anything that really impressed me. Um, yeah. I mean, a guy like Kobe white, you know, he really stepped up off the bench for them and he, even Lonzo, he did his thing as well, but, uh, he's one of the, it's one of those things where the nets just with that big three, they're so dynamic and they can do so much on their own that, uh, you know, a team that's technically built to be better, uh, more traditionally yeah. speaking, I mean, uh, Kyrie James Harden and KD. there's no, uh, there's no framework. There's no mold you can fit that into that's, uh, something so organic that, uh, you know, it's, it's almost too good to fail.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, it's true. And you saw that, yeah, mini, like, like you said, kind of mini offensive explosion uh, towards the end of the third and then into the fourth. And then the game, uh, you know, wasn't really close after that. And, you know, that's, uh, th- th- that is scary. Like when you, when you go up against something like that, cause you never mm-hmm. know really when it's coming when they're going to turn it on and then um, you know, but, but when they do uh, you know, especially when it's with a lot of threes uh, you know, from, from Harden and Mills and, and uh, you know KD obviously like they can put points on the board quick and then kind of put the game out of reach. Uh, and you know no, no matter how uh, you know how, how much you want to get back into the game, if you're a team like Chicago, um, I, I think it, it showed too for them. They're they're not actually you know sort of in terms of total roster construction uh, a team that can really get back into a game that easily shooting threes. Like I know Zach Levine can hit. Uh, every once in a while, and Lonzo's obviously uh, improved drastically as a shooter over the course of his career. But DeRozan, if you're going to have the ball in his hands, and you know he's he's been one of the best players in the NBA this year, he's just not going to uh, you know he's not going to shoot that many three pointers. And 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 it is what it is. Mm. Like you're, you're still going to win a lot of games. And the the Bulls are obviously we've talked about them. We, we really like them as a squad. But I think um, you know as much as their defensive troubles uh, are going to kind of haunt them, I think into the playoffs, I think that'll ultimately be their downfall. They they could use, I think like another sharpshooter out there every once in a while uh, to kind of spread the floor a little bit more, even for uh, Levine and DeRozan. Um, Got to you know, pull Matty
0: Ice off the bench, man. It's true. It's getting true. the Nick Nurse treatment. There's still something there. <laughs> you're right, Matt.
1: You're right. And, uh, you know, Vucevic, uh, as much as he's a kind of stretch five at times, he's not the most reliable three-point shooting big man, so – you know, we if if they had one more guy in there uh who could really light it up from three, I'd I'd feel a little bit better. But um, you know, even you know, on the bull side too, don't want to overreact. Uh it, it does just look kind of bad when it's uh one of you know kind of your your main uh competition along with you know the Bucks and the Heat in the East. Like the this is a team you're gonna to have to get through if you have any real playoff aspirations. So yeah. um you know th- that one definitely stings, but uh, you know, I I I think if they they play again, the Bulls will be more ready to play, um, and and we'll get a closer game uh, ultimately. But uh, but we'll see though, because you know the Chicago still, you know those lingering problems that we all kind of were talking about at the beginning of the season. Um, you know, uh, it, it it was uh, sort of the offense that that put the game out of reach, and maybe if the Bulls were a little more defensively equipped, uh, especially with kind of bigger defensive players yeah uh that wouldn't have been so easy for the nets so you know the, the chicago's definitely got to look in the mirror after a game like this and, and see where they can improve um but uh you know all the credit to the nets and and yeah like you said probably james harden's best game as a net but definitely this year as a net for
0: sure yeah 100 uh yeah this is a, a game that chicago is definitely missing uh patrick williams uh yeah. obviously yeah, 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 yeah. Down with the uh the season ending injury there uh to, in, in the very start of the year I would love it if you'd be able to come back for the playoffs. I think it would be huge for them, but I mean, I, right. I doubt that that's going to happen. I don't think that's in the cards, but uh, you know, crazier things have happened uh, yeah. to, to shift our focus now to uh, the, the, another big game that went down. Well, not really a big game, but uh, notable game uh, inside the, <laughs> uh, the NBA on, uh, on Wednesday night uh the los angeles lakers took on uh the purple team from california uh <laughs> that we're, we're not gonna directly talk about but they're featured in this and it's just so we've, we've had our rants about this guy so many times at this point like we can't let this pass because it was so absolutely egregious uh so for anyone who doesn't know or hasn't uh, caught up with it uh the uh the purple team has now uh they, it is about a minute uh minute five let's say minute some change left in the yeah, game the, the the uh the purple team from california hits a three they're now uh up four on the los angeles lakers and uh of course of course if you're russell westbrook when you have the ball in your hands, you have uh you know you got eight points uh you're shooting oh from four <laughs> from three-point line uh one for three or two for 13 pardon me from the field at this point you're thinking hmm what should I do here? What's a smart basketball play? We're down four. We have all the momentum. How can we get the win here? Should it be? I don't know. Find uh, LeBron. Uh, you know the guy that has 34, or even uh, Malik Monk who had 22. I, 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 what should we do? I believe AR 15 was on the court. That guy was. Uh, he was really stroking at four threes. He, I mean, he hey, we need a deep shot. Austin Reeves would be a great luck. Or should I just say fuck it? Uh, I'm Russell Westbrook and I'm going to take a contested setback three brick it and then lose us the game. And yeah, of course he goes with option B. Uh, Cause again, it, he has, I, I, I don't, I oh, literally it befuddles awesome. me every time I watch I was watching this live and I said, he's going to fucking shoot it. I know it. And then of course, right <laughs> when I said it, guy pulls up and I was like, that's not, it's going to destroy the rim. It looks like Hiroshima when it comes down on that thing. Like, I mean, <laughs> it, it, I, 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 I'm so done with like, I'm so, I'm so done with Westbrook and I'm so, so happy that I've been on the right side of history for years as a Westbrook hater for years. I've been saying that this shit can't fly. It's not going to happen. And now he's doing this. He's ruining LeBron's year. One of his last real years to contend. Uh, He's been a horrible, horrible number two guy. Like he's not a superstar, but now this isn't even a talk or a time to rant about Westbrook as a player. This is time that we need to dive into this deep Jordan, because, how i've heard so much on the twitter sphere uh through interviews i mean everyone's going oh well you can't trade westbrook yes the fuck he can you could get a <laughs> second round pick for him you can get a 2024 first round pick he's yeah. hurting you he's not helping yeah. it doesn't I, matter I, who I he is find some way to move him i mean you gotta do something or again have some balls and bench him like he's not yes. helping you on any aspect of the court <sighs> and again i'm sorry for any westbrook stands but what the hell how can you defend this at this point how can you defend this uh,
1: uh, like uh, on the jump i think it was even well whenever the game well, the game was on wednesday right yeah t- today <laughs> on the jump uh matt barnes said russell westbrook is an unfixable disaster and uh you know that that sums it up pretty nicely no, I, but. I think I, I think i think at this point you'd call it unfixable like there's there's no yeah. uh, we've, we've talked before like he is not just, it's not like he's just fresh off OKC and it's like, you know, we got to give him some time to adjust to sort of the new, you know, new kind of era where he, he's not the guy who's going to dominate the ball at all times. Sure. And they, But he's been to multiple teams now since then, and he's not really been a, a guy that has really sort of enamored the places he's been with have been really enamored and really wanted to keep him. Like, I think
0: he's not, he's not the big dog anywhere he goes anymore.
1: No, nowhere. Like I I think Washington was happy to get the deal that they got uh, for him. I think they were, they were thrilled. Honestly, Houston was happy to move on from him. Um, Like there, there's no, there's, there's, there's no real reason why Russell Westbrook should like feel good about himself or the player he's been for the past, Uh, you know, few years at all. And we've talked about this too before that, um, or like if he's going to make it work anywhere, it would probably be with LeBron, like someone who is the most respected guy in the league pretty much. Um, And, you know, not skill wise, but from the point, uh, because, you know, obviously you want to put good shooters next to LeBron and Russell Westbrook has never been that, but just from the, you know, the perspective that if he's going to ever kind of fall down in the pecking order and kind of, do what's best for the team sort of thing it would be with a guy like lebron
0: well and um, lebron's but- also historically known as probably the guy who makes he's who's, who's made his teams better than they should be yes. like when you yes. compare you know his rosters up like uh, that and that, uh, keep going but yeah like that like you would think that, yes if he needed a career year or a year to you know yeah we dominate himself uh, in the league i mean yeah you would think lebron james would be a perfect teammate
1: yeah, but it's been it's been just so hard to watch and so funny. Like uh, I I I'll, I'll be honest, I like when LeBron and teams like the Lakers uh, kind of flounder and fail. It's it's very funny to me. I I, <laughs> I love watching it, but it's just been it, it it's been crazy to to watch. Yeah. the Sort of, especially especially in crunch time. Like that, that that's the the, the greatest uh, thing about Russell Westbrook. Is, is he's it's not that he's bad. It's that he still thinks that he's good somehow or or,
0: or even in he's his good. mind he thinks great he's sick. he thinks he's like <laughs> yeah. he, he thinks for a second that he's he's Wardell Curry I,
1: I know and and especially you know any look he takes from three literally any look he takes from three I'm like what that's a bad shot what are you doing any yeah. sort of decision he makes uh in you know the final minutes of close games where he decides to go and, and try and be a scorer, like, that's usually the the, the, the wrong idea. And, you know, he, he's still a terrible defensive player. Like, for the longest time, people kind of gave him more credit on defense than he was even due, even back in his OKC days. Oh, yeah. Because he was his super athletic and he tried. But he was always, always, you would find him out of position doing dumb shit. Um, and, you know, yeah. he, he was always a bad decision maker offensively, too. Like, do we forget that uh, Kevin Durant, Left Russell Westbrook because I don't know if he's ever actually said this on record, but he's alluded to it. uh He didn't like the basketball situation. He didn't like playing with Westbrook. He got sick of it. He wanted to go to a place like Golden State where the ball would be kind of free flowing. Yeah, could kind yeah. of. you could depend on people to make the right basketball play. I watched so many times, even in OKC, and uh, you know, this is a credit to how good Kevin Durant was and the rest of that OKC roster because they actually were, you know, they, they they made it to the finals. They were one of the best teams in the league during that stretch, but so many games even in that situation where it's like you know the the thunder are down it's a close game and russell westbrook is taking like a a, a tough fadeaway, uh you know at the elbow or like yeah, yeah. A, a, a three from the corner when it's like you have kevin durant on your team you should be taking every single shot uh in the last minutes of close games and it's just it's crazy i mean you and i could go on and on about uh, westbrook this this shot uh, against the kings that you, you're right it, it came down like a total brick it was like it seemed like uh, an even worse miss than, uh, you know, just, just your average one. It was uh, a little bit long and, you know, it almost looked like it was going to wedgy uh, in between the, you know, the rim and the backboard, yeah. um, you know, but, you know, we, we, we've seen this before. This is not surprising. Um, and it's, uh, I don't know. Uh, and, and, you know, we, when we saw the meeting the other day of LeBron looking at the, the stat sheet and Russ looking yeah. over like, uh, I, I hope he's not looking at, uh, you know, my stat sheet. And then also, did you see, I think it was earlier this week, Someone said something like a reporter asked Westbrook about being the Lakers point guard and he like laughed it off or something. Did you see that?
0: No, I didn't see anything about that.
1: Well, he, it, I, I didn't even watch the thing. I just just saw like the news release about it. But like, uh, you know, Russell's always had a kind of awkward or
0: uh, he's his an anti- relationship with the media. Sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, because so they, I, they actually I, call I him know. out and he can't respond. He can't handle it. Oh, exactly. Anything.
1: Well, exactly. That, that, that's the other, his, his kind of responses to criticism uh, are kind of like, Oh, that's, that's why like you haven't been able to, to change your, your playing style. Like, yeah, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty obvious what, yeah. The, the sort of what your brain does when it comes to criticism and saying, okay, Russ, can you do this? Like he's kind of got one speed and one way of doing things and that's it. But yeah, I think a reporter asked him something about, you know, the, the being the Lakers point guard and he, he kind of laughed it off. And people, I think were trying to figure out like, Does he? Did he laugh because he thinks he's being traded, or is he laughing because he realizes he's not really the point guard like LeBron has the ball in his hand most of the time? I'm not sure. Like uh, maybe there's like cryptic stuff to to read into there, but um, you know, I I think there's been a bunch of stories this year about the Lakers, quote unquote, like looking into trading him. Mm -hmm. And I think you're right; you could get something for him, but it is gonna it is gonna be hard to to trade for him, even just even if a team really wanted to just to make the contracts work. Like he's well, still making and, and a boatload thing. of money.
0: So many people have, like I've, I, I came out, I said something on Twitter about it and, you know, people were saying, oh, well uh, it's because they, they, they can't trade him. Anyone, as I said, when I started this, this, uh, the segment off, anyone is tradable. You can always yeah. pick up the phone. Yeah. There's always a trade to be made. You can always find a, a partner. I mean, yeah. even if you have to kind of take the bullet and again, right now the Lakers know with LeBron and he like LeBron, he would be fuming, absolutely pissed. And would just force his way out of there. I think if they weren't actively trying to build like a contender, cause they've tried, I mean, like, yeah. I'll say they've tried if they failed, but they're trying yeah. and there's no way they like the smart thing would be cut your losses and, you know, look towards the future, but you can't really do that when the 37. 37. Uh, yeah. So here's, I'm going to spit this. I actually, I made this one last night. Uh, I got into doing, uh, I got into the, the old, the good old THC and uh, I'd open my creative juices. And again, yeah, you're Very right. Good. The money, the money is almost impossible to find, uh, like a partner that makes it that you can make it work on the books. Uh, yeah. but even the ones that can actually absorb the contract, it's even harder to find, you know, a team that would have the, the right guys to move that would help the Lakers. Yeah. But like, cause, cause again, you would think a lot of times they want to go a little bit younger or something, but they, were, they don't have any picks. Their next first round picks like 2025.
1: 20, I know. I know. So yeah.
0: like, There's nothing, there's no value for your future. Uh, so here's a trade that I have, I have thrown out here and it's a bit of a weird one, but like, it like again, you could, I could see this actually happening uh, and maybe maybe I'm crazy and maybe, because again, I have also hit the THC today, but to Russell Westbrook to the Los Angeles Clippers for Reggie Jackson, Luke Kennard, Marcus Moore, senior, and a 2022 second round pick. I,
1: I, I, yeah, you know what? I think that's, that's more realistic than. Because it even, like, yeah, it would be given credit for because the, the Clippers do need a point guard. The problem is, they, I think they want someone who would actually facilitate and like, I, I, oh, think, I would kill? Uh, well, that's what I mean. Like, it, it would, they, they'd be like, okay, great. We finally have like a, you know, an all star caliber point guard who can get the ball to us in good spots, you know, when to pass to PG, when to pass to Kawhi, and he would ruin everything, I think. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, it would, but I, 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 I like where you're going with it because, yeah, I, I think that's the kind of the type of team that would talk themselves into it. Like a team that has just been desperate for a point guard and can, yeah. Kind of talk themselves into the idea that they can turn, turn the big Russell Westbrook ship slightly, uh, you know, in, in the right direction and get them to contribute again. But um, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I just don't see them actually pulling the trigger to do it. Cause I think, yeah. you know, they're, they're right across, they're right across the hall. They're in the same building. They play the Lakers. I think make it even funnier. Yeah, <laughs> exactly yeah LeBron would get to you know still say hi to him every day and uh you know it's I I, I wish I I hope he gets traded so badly do I hope he gets traded because yeah. I want to see I, I want to see him you know in another situation I'm, I'm already do not you that see- I'm bored of yeah <laughs> it's not that I'm bored of him on the Lakers but I I just I I'm honestly starting to feel bad for LeBron um because he's playing yeah. really well and uh you know, Russell Westbrook's quite literally, I think, you know, losing him, uh, losing the Lakers, these, these games that, that, that they should be winning, uh, you know, wasting these incredible LeBron performances. in what is this year 19 or Just 18 from Akron? Um, it's uh, it, it's, it's pretty crazy. Uh, and I don't know how much longer it's going to last, but it, it, it would be even funnier if like, you know, LeBron's, you know, screaming on the phone, he's got Palinka, you know, genie in, in a room saying, you got to get this guy out of here. Like he's so used to, being you know gm lebron and having the final say but if they literally have no option to yeah, trade him yeah. and they have to just make it work for the rest of the season that'll be funny but tragic all at the same time so you yeah. know we'll see how this plays out
0: well we'll uh yeah we'll see what the the lakers decide to do with uh the appointed coldest player of the game uh from the the game that we were reviewing uh shout out to the the purple Go team of california uh, that was a that was a good one i loved it uh but uh, to move on we, uh, we should definitely talk about some trade talks. I mean, we, again, we, I was able, we, we always try to find a way to sneak in trades here. We love trades here at Big Dog. I Baltimore. love trades. Most exciting thing in sports. Uh, so we're going to go and talk about the trade uh, rumors, trades that were denied, well, not denied, were failed, and uh, a trade Bated? that went through. And uh, we'll, we're going to start off with the trade that did go through uh, the Atlanta Hawks and the New York Knicks, uh, you know, playoff yep. rivals from a season ago. Uh, the Hawks traded away Cam Reddish, Solomon Hill and a 2025 second round pick. Uh, that's Brooklyn second round pick, by the way, uh, to the yep. New York Knicks in exchange for Kevin Porter Jr. And a protected first round pick this season. Wait, wait,
1: Matt, Matt you just said Kevin Porter Jr. I I, wish that was true.
0: That would have been interesting. Yeah. Kevin Knox. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, The THC. I I was like, wow, that was really smooth. I did it so well. Uh, But yes, Kevin Knox, pardon me. And it protected for a 2022 first round pick to, uh, to, to the uh, Atlanta Hawks there. Interesting move by, by the Knicks uh, to give up, you know, their, their first round pick this year for, you know, a guy who's still pretty unproven. I mean, they get RJ's boy. Uh, maybe yeah. that's, uh, that's going to help him out. I uh, mean, they will have that Duke connection. Uh, you know, they were only playing together, you know, three years ago. So they're still going to be, uh, they don't know how to work uh, with each other there. Um, yep. but I mean, it didn't seem like for the Hawks, this was just kind of like, why not? Like, we don't want to pay him uh, in the next year or so where they already have so much depth on the wings. So they're like, screw it, get a pick. And now they can move on. They have Kevin Knox who, you know, like can play some more defense for them, uh, has some good size, which they need. Uh, I, yeah. I think the Atlanta Hawks did really well in this trade, to be honest.
1: Well, I actually I think this is a, one of the rare times we, we disagree. I don't really understand this. I don't understand this from the the Hawks' perspective. I think it's great for the Knicks because Kevin Knox wasn't really contributing all that much no, for the Knicks. This absolute year. Like, bust. Yeah, yeah, like he, 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 you know, he he had kind of those few kind of breakout moments in New York a couple of years ago and everyone was excited about him, but he's really not, a, uh, you know, it's clear he's not going to be a big part of the team's future anyway. Um, and Cam Reddish, I actually am still kind of holding out. I'm on Reddish Island. I loved him coming out, um, you know, coming into the draft and, and coming into the league. I loved what I saw from him from Duke. Like there were times, uh, you know, in order, when I'd watch the, the, that trio of um, RJ, um, Cam Reddish and Zion and think Reddish might actually you know i I thought zion's ceiling would maybe be a bit higher in in the nba but i thought reddish would be maybe even better than uh barrett and more skilled than the other two guys like i just saw him as you know a guy with an nba body a smooth Mm -hmm. jump shot really kind of smooth cerebral game um and it's not obviously worked out quite as well so far in the nba uh you know for him as i would have thought but he's had some good flashy games though he has he he had a couple of like 30 point games this year like he there's games when he's looked like Uh, you know, a a guy that the Hawks would, you know, uh, theoretically want to keep and kind of pair with Trey Young moving forward. Mm -hmm. Clearly, that's not the case. But um, I think, you know, in a a role where he can kind of get shoulder some more responsibility and, you know, get out there and get more reps and kind of learn to be a professional NBA player, uh, you know, a little bit more because it's still taking him some time, clearly. Um, You know, I I think he can be a a good contributing, uh, you know, rotation player because he's He's got the shot, uh, you know, it's still coming along, uh, you know, to, consistently from Deke, but I but I think this year he's shooting just under 40%. Like he's up to around 38% yeah. um, from, from three this year. Um, you know, he's, he's only shooting 40% uh, from, from the field, but, uh, you know, 90% from the, from the line as well. Like it's, his shooting splits uh, are kind of moving in the right direction um, and he's still only 22. Um, so, yeah, I'm a really good big Reddish fan and I think it's great for the Knicks Um, but, you know, and, and, you know, fine for the Hawks. Obviously they didn't want to pay him. They've got kind of an overpopulated roster of wings. Like I know they had to get rid of him, but I thought maybe they'd be able to get a bigger haul than fucking Kevin Knox uh, and, you know, in a draft pick. So, you know, from the Hawks, obviously I'm sure they would have, you know, asked around, and you know, took calls from, from all over the league for this guy. Once they, you know, made the decision, they were going to trade him. And, you know, maybe that was just sort of the, his value on the market today, but. I would have expected a little bit more for him, honestly. So yeah. I and I think that's fair. I, like, I, I don't love it for the Hawks. Like I get it. I, I realize that, you know, that they had to do it, whatever. Um, but uh, honestly, I, I really like, like it for the Knicks. like I, and, and you know what the next piece is, Matt, they got Barrett, they got Reddish. They, 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 Zion, they just yeah. need their third, third Duke boy to, to come. I don't know when, but uh, you know, there's all, all signs. Send <laughs> Julius to, to right back
0: to New Orleans. Why, why, why not? True. Right. Uh. <laughs> I, and so here's the thing i think that's probably where we uh, we're splitting uh our opinions here on uh, on the trade is that i i see so many people uh, and i again we've, we've talked about this as well with ca- this cam reddish allure you guys are caught up in an image that's never gonna happen oh, listen yeah, to me so listen to me i'm, I'm a i'm now. a i'm like a 10 year this is me you're, you're me in me, 10 I'll years man you're me in ten years, but my support of Wiggins is getting him in the All-Star game. What's yours doing? We'll see in ten years. But oh my, but, god. Oh my uh, god! But yeah, I, I don't know. Yes, he he. And again, as I said, he's had some amazing games like in the NBA. He's shown that he has uh, you know some potential. But you kind of said it like, uh, he's yeah. I see him as a rotational player. I don't see him being anything yeah. worth like uh, you know setting your eyes out and like you know making a place for him in your in your game plan right now. I just. I don't know. I, I, I think may, like his game's not really that dynamic. Like he can shoot the ball, but he can't create for himself. He's not, he's a below average defender. He's a subpar playmaker. Uh, I don't really see him fighting down low much. Like he's, he's got a lot of skill, but I just don't know how much heart he's got. Uh, yeah, maybe that's fair. That's maybe fair. The yeah. Knicks will help him out. And again, you know, I, I I'm, I'm nitpicking here a little bit, but like the guy's a top 10 pick. And, you know, he really, I, I, I wouldn't say he's lived up to it. Uh, not that, you know, top 10 picks in the NBA are, uh, there's they, pretty much you're guaranteed. I, I, I've noticed the last couple of years, like five to six of them are going to suck that you draft. Yeah, yeah. 10. Um, yeah. So I, again, like I, I think he's an above average NBA player, but he is very below average in a lot of uh, different areas. So we'll see what he can do uh, on the Knicks again. Like they've got the room for him. Uh, yep. To to add him in there, and again, yeah, Kevin Knox talking about top ten bust, uh, oh, or God. top ten pick bust rather. Yeah, Kevin Knox, horrible, horrible pick. Uh, yep. But you know, who knows? Maybe uh, Atlanta will find a way to get him get him involved because uh, again, not the most defensive unit, but uh, you know, he can kind of stretch it out even to the four uh, if needed. So they they've got that depth. Uh, I, but the uh, to move our uh, our focus a little bit here to the uh, the other trade that didn't end up going through. Uh, bull, bull, almost free. <laughs> From uh, the Denver Nuggets. Yeah, it was so
1: He's, close. He's probably so mad right now, man. Oh my yeah. god. So, was...
0: so for anyone who doesn't know, uh, the trade did not go through after bull, bull failed his physical. Uh, not a good luck uh, <laughs> for for bull, bull. Definitely not a good luck to to fail that and like cause he he would have had a, so much opportunity to grow. Yeah yeah, 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 He was gonna. I think he was probably gonna be their starting center.
1: Uh, yeah. Like why 100%. not develop
0: him? Yeah. Yep.
1: And, yeah and yeah and he could have played with cade like the perfect guy to have with him and yeah we it, it, it was almost he, he was almost free you you, you put it perfectly but uh, no right right back in in the doghouse in yeah. Denver
0: well and he's he's always been like this guy and again this another there's going to be the bull bull island real soon too uh oh, yeah people love this guy and to be fair like yeah he was pretty exciting to watch in college uh, his dad was uh you know the one of the tallest players that's ever played you know I believe he yeah depending on who you ask people have differing opinions like jorge Murison, i know is like also really tall uh but like manute bull bull bull's father was tallest player that ever played in the nba uh you know uh, a great player in his own regards you know a lot of yeah. expectations i mean his career really his draft night summed up how his career's gone he everyone <laughs> thought he was going to be like a lottery pick and then he fell to like 45th or something like the Nuggets. Yeah randomly scooped him he was wearing like well, a 30,000 dollar diamond encrusted webbed uh yeah. jackets like with a suit and then it's like his salary was like 50,000 guaranteed it was pretty much all right well there it goes like uh got to go find a new agent man cuz they probably uh, they misled you on some of this information well uh, and
1: physical physical issues were part of the reason that you know he dropped in that draft mm-hmm. too like he was you know a guy who like when you have such a long like huge kind of lanky frame and you have any history of uh, injuries whatsoever teams are going to worry a little bit because you know there there's there's you know the, the situation where you uh you know have have that free injury it lingers and you know it destroys a career and yeah that was kind of another another um, instance of Denver just you know saying fuck it you know uh, I I know there's kind of a a danger with this guy but if he pans out he's going to be really good um and yeah you're right he, he, but he's had yeah a super weird career so far but yeah all the all these fans online they'd they love to see him he played a little bit of point guard in, in summer league i believe it was and yeah uh, people yep. were going insane actually but, i think uh, it was,
0: he played point guard in a bubble game they rolled oh, it yeah, you're right. you're right. like, it bubble. Yeah, it was like bull bull Jokic. uh who uh, i've made with Millsap still at the time uh, yeah, they, all,
1: they, uh all fucking big all men. huge guys terrible
0: Um, but, and then the other, uh, the rumor that's going around right now, I mean, like it was such a pointless tweet you know just to report uh oh uh you know rich paul sat with the 76ers and they had a lunch and nothing's changed okay you yeah. know that like that's great they got oh a lot more interested to know what they got for lunch than to yeah. then
1: yeah, me too me too um,
0: probably something nice i mean those guys got deep pockets so uh, oh my god you know, I, if, if anyone from the uh, 76ers brass is listening they want to pick our brains uh <laughs> I, yeah we feel for the wine and dine us uh yes. but uh I mean, Ben Simmons, obviously. You know, we're still waiting. Uh, we've heard, you know, the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, obviously, they're not afraid to pull the trigger on, on some trades. So we'll see if uh, those rumors come to fruition. But yeah, there's some reports out now. Remember,
1: Matt. Matt, give me. Remember who started those. Rumors, I know. Though? We Once did ago.
0: spread that. I haven't seen anyone credit us, which is bullshit. But yeah, it's, uh, fucking, it's, yeah, this, up. it's fucked yeah, up. Yeah, we're, because we're a small podcast. Well, get, guess what? We're uh, pulling Joe Rogan numbers. And we're getting the Pat <laughs> McAfee, like $30 million deals. Uh, we're going to be spitting on all your graves. That's um, right. But uh, now they're saying that in a trade for Ben Simmons, they want to also include and package in Tobias Harris, which is insane because as Kyle Kuzma put it, how are you going to package ADMs? I mean- <laughs> Westbrook- I, and I well yeah i think the math is also off on kuzma's part it's like 65 or 70 yeah 56, but still a shit ton of fucking money that like no yeah. team can afford uh i mean yeah. yeah a westbrook trade would be something i mean Embiid and him would be the most toxic like they'd be doing like sub tweets mid-game yeah,
1: yeah. Like, like, were-
0: hilarious <laughs> um oh, but man. yeah that like if ben simmons didn't work with them then yeah that that, that definitely won't either but uh, yeah. And I mean, yeah. And then LeBron gets another non-shooting point guard. That would be awesome. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, killing. I, I, I don't know why the Sixers would want to make this move either. Like maybe just yeah. to justify the crazy asking price that they're trying to get uh, for Simmons that they've been right. You know, report because I even heard that they're actually asking more as this, uh, the trade talks have been going.
1: Yeah. It, it, it's weird. I don't understand like how, Daryl Morey can think he, you know, he, he has all this leverage throughout the league. I also don't understand how Ben Simmons and his camp thinks they, they have leverage. Like it's yeah. all these people who think they have this leverage that I don't understand how it can possibly exist. But uh, you know, here we are. Uh we've been we've been uh, we've been waiting to do an emergency podcast. Oh, Ben Simmons has traded since September. Um and you know, it 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 might be like freaking Daryl said on that radio show, it might be freaking 4 years before this actually happens, but you know, the, the Tobias Harris news didn't actually surprise me that much because I'm like, yeah, Tobias Harris uh has kind of been uh you know, since they signed him to that to, to that big contract, not a disappointment. I wouldn't call him a disappointment, but like sure. a guy who you I think if you're Philly would definitely be happy to move off of it if you got like guys in return for him. Like I don't think they're they're not That's married good. to him, I don't think either. Yeah. No, like, they no. like and having
0: I, him around because he's been there for so long. But yeah, I don't yeah. think that they're like they would be, you know, crying, uh, you know, they think it would be crocodile tears when they send her the tribute video.
1: Well, exactly. And like he, he is who he is. Like we, we've kind of mentioned it before. I think he would be a really good, maybe like he would be an incredible, like fourth option on mm-hmm. like a really good championship team. But, you know, even, even like as a third option, I think you're kind of stretching what he can do. He's kind of a one trick pony. He doesn't really defend or on most nights, like rebound that well for you. Uh, He's not not a guy who can, you know, uh, handle the ball and distribute that well. He's really just kind of an off ball scorer who can do a little bit of pick and roll, um, you know, mostly as a ball handler, Um, you know, and he's got a little bit of, you know, he's got a little bit of game inside and, you know, he's, he's been pretty good for the Sixers even this year, but, yeah, I, I really don't think they'd have a problem moving off of him if they had a better option out there. But, uh, you know, uh, the, the only team that I could see it really happening, uh, uh, you know, for a, a team that could actually hypothetically absorb the money uh, is Sacramento because they've got the Harrison Barnes contract, the White contract. And, uh, yeah, sorry, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what I said. I'm tired. Um, crazy, but, man. you know, the, the – the, w- w- yeah we'll bleep that out obviously but you know that that team over there that we mentioned before that you know we we, we, not, we won't actually name um you know they, they've got the contracts they could put together and mm-hmm. theoretically theoretically the young players that would quote unquote you know intrigue daryl uh sure, but yeah. i don't think he would be that intrigued by mr bagley uh or even uh deer and fox honestly
0: yeah well, they, they've been point. saying fox and halberd and they're not meshing
1: well, and, and you have freaking Fox Halliburton and uh, Davion Mitchell. You've got to pick at least yeah. one of those guys to trade at least maybe even two, like they're, they all just, they're all kind of redundancies guys that, you know, don't really, you, you can't count on playing together and they're mm-hmm. just kind of taking away from what the other guys can do. So, um, you know, if, you know, if that purple team down there in Cali, I think Ben Simmons would be happy to go to California Hundred um, back no i think he's
0: highly whatever yeah, like.
1: exactly. yeah one of them i don't know but uh you know it even though I think it came out a while ago that he did not want to go to that that purple team uh you know along with uh portland and Toronto uh you know fuck you for that ben um, you
0: know, <laughs> any team exactly uh, would have made sense makes sense yeah,
1: well yeah exactly um but uh yeah and and even that again you know the purple team might be the only one that I can see happening taking both of those guys on even that's a long shot but um, yeah, the, everything coming out of Philly these days, Daryl, you're crazy, man. This isn't going to happen. Everyone's, everyone needs to be more pissed at, at Daryl. Like this, 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 is crazy. I, 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 I understand like you're, you're a nerd. You're a computer guy first. You're not going to you know jeopardize your, your chances of winning a championship in three years or whatever, <laughs> but like, fuck off with this. Like he needs, he's never going to play for you ever again. Um, he, he, he wants to be somewhere else. You guys don't want him anymore. Just just pick up, you know, pick up the phone and just make the best offer. Like, we've been saying that for, for so long. And I think, honestly, Matt, this is going to just backfire in his fucking face. And there's going to have been an offer months ago. Like, apparently Garland and Love was on the table in the offseason. Do you imagine? Uh, you know, from Cleveland. Like, it, you, you, if you'd done anything, if you had the balls to do anything. Like, situations change, Daryl. Like, there's players who, you know, you pull the trigger on and you, you kind of bet on their... Um, potential going forward and they actually pan out for you but yeah. if you're too scared or too kind of like stuck up to even entertain that possibility you might just get down the road and end up giving up ben simmons for nothing or he's you know essentially just going to walk away from your team um you know and then you're fucked and you've wasted all this time with you know joel Embiid actually dominating like joel Embiid is on a tear recently he's having incredible yeah. games he's keeping the sixers afloat uh, with almost no one else and, uh, I don't want to see his prime wasted. So just do it. I'm talking to you, Daryl, just do it, please. I've been asking, we've been asking, we've all been asking for months. Do it. Stop uh, being a coward. Too much. Yeah. coward.
0: Computer nerd. Nerd. Coward. Nerd. Um, nerd. Yeah. Nerd. Nerds we're glasses we're cool. nerd. Yeah. We're yeah. Cool <laughs> the <laughs> coolest man. <laughs> uh, yeah. but to, to move on, uh, you know, Jordan, I'm, I'm, we're going to definitely let you rant this one out because uh, this was a, a tough, tough week for you earlier in the week. Oh, uh, yes. as uh, The game you were supposed to attend, uh, the Phoenix Suns versus the Toronto Raptors, went down. Uh, the Raptors losing oh, 99-95. A uh, bit of a controversy over there, but we're homers, so of course we're going to say that. Um, yes. But uh, a great game nonetheless. The Raptors looked uh, really strong, you know, uh, being shorthanded without Gary Trent Jr. or Scotty Barnes. Uh, yep. On the night, still uh, Pascal Siakam uh, really, really stepped up there. Uh, obviously may, might've missed a little bit down the stretch, but uh, again, putting up all-star numbers uh, lately, him and Fred Van Vliet. Um, yeah. But the one thing, you know, uh, we'll get your rant first, but uh, we do have to talk about is the the biggest story from the game is Devin Booker and the Raptor now have beef because Devin and his fake. Well, they squashed it but I don't days. care. That was embarrassing, man. It's an empty <sighs> arena. And the one person in the entire crowd that could even possibly distract you was just doing jumping jacks. Like, it's not like the guy was yelling or anything inside the suit. He was just doing jumping jacks. And then he had the nerve to actually complain. Like, I would love to, like, like okay, well, guess mascots are illegal. Like, what kind of home court advantage? Like, okay, fine. Then you guys just go play in an LA fitness, an empty gym. Like, then this is bullshit. And, and, he's, and he's already, like, a perpetual line stepper with these things. The whole, oh, no double teams in pickups. Like, you're, I know. I, I know. I was going to say, this isn't an official award, but I'd like to give out, uh, the official big dog ball talk, bitch made play of the year. And it's only three <laughs> weeks into the fucking year. Devin, get a grip, man up, man. We,
1: we give out little, we are sorry. We we give out big dog of the month awards. We should give out, you know, little dog or a little pup, uh, you yeah, know, little pup of, uh, the month. of the month awards. Uh, and you know, that's, that's Devin's this month for sure. Like, uh, like, it's like he played for kentucky for god's sakes like do you know what those you know the the fans uh you know in student sections of opposed like they pull out michael felt they 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 yeah they yeah. they act like they're giving birth to you know baby like i cannot believe in an otherwise empty arena uh that i should have been in uh you know the 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 yeah the one single rapper and I was listening to to No Dunks today. Shout out No Dunks. Uh, they 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 brought up the point. It wasn't even the huge like inflatable Raptor. Like you know when they bring out the, oh, the one that ate that the guy. cheerleader. Yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't even one of those. It was just a it was just a guy in a pretty average uh, you know like uh, costume, like uh, you know ra- average Raptor who runs around and throws T-shirts and stuff. Yeah. Like, like the OG. The distracting.
0: Yeah, I guess exactly. that he's not technically the classic, but the I because I think that the big gross like but he's
1: just thing. the size of a normal mascot. He's not. Yeah, like yeah, he's longest. a normally
0: built one. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. So it's like stuff. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think uh, he should have had a free throw taken away or something like that. That that was next level soft, like you said. And uh, yeah, I just when I watched that happen, I'm like, fuck. It, if that's all it takes to distract you, Devin, like I should have been there. I I don't know where my seats were, but. They were, you know, uh, behind that basket when he was shooting. I would have, I would have done anything. Taking my shirt off, uh, yeah, of I, I would have done anything. He would have missed. The Raptors would have won. It would have been great. Um, and uh, yeah, definitely sad watching that game, knowing I could have been there, could have, you know, see see my favorite player, Chris Paul, um, you know, in the flesh for the first time ever. And uh, he he kind of did a little like tribute to me. He uh, end end of the game. Uh, you know, the the Raptors were. I think they were down one at that point or one possession, uh, Devin Booker, had just hit a mid range shot out of a, you know, uh, out of bounds play after the Raptors were actually up one. Um, and then Chris Paul comes down, he, he kind of gets switched on to a big, I think Boucher might've, might've been out there at the time, but, um, you know, he did his too. kind of patent. Yeah. Oh, Boucher has been playing, you know, well, and you know, shout out the Raptors. They, they were in this game, uh, yeah. with a pretty much full, fully healthy, you know, sun squad, um, and, and almost beat them. The, the Raptors looked really, really good and really scary. Um, You know, so, so all the credit to them. I I don't think they played a bad game at all, but you know, Chris Paul kind of comes off, gets the switch, goes to his patented kind of fading uh, to the right, right at the, uh, the elbow shot he's hit like probably more times than anyone uh, in in the history of the NBA. Um, And it it goes up and I'm like, Oh my God, this is going in, but it bounces off the rim, goes straight up. And I'm like, Oh my God, one of the first times ever, he's actually going to miss this. But of course it falls down softly and falls (laughs) back in, and you know that ended uh, ended up being the dagger, and, and Those the Suns magnetic get the win. Rims in Toronto. You're right. You're right. Um, and you know the, the Suns get the win, and uh, you know in, in classic Chris Paul fashion, you know eking out a a, a close game. Um, and uh, you know I, it would have been bittersweet, you know, to see the Raptors lose if I was there in person. But I think you know you know for for the reason I, I wanted to see specifically the Suns to, to see Chris Paul, that would have been uh, so epic to 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 be in there and uh, you know see him actually kind of do the thing that uh, i i love about him going in and, and winning a close game just with uh you know uh, skill and kind of thinking the game through as, as a guy at an advanced age just getting just enough space to get that jump shot off so classic chris paul game um but again you know it, it hurts to see the raptors lose but I, I don't think that was a bad game by them at all i was actually encouraged by their performance honestly
0: yeah and, and then to, to finish up uh the, the the topics for the week before we get into uh, a little surprise for you guys i mean if you read the title of the podcast I guess it's not really a surprise but uh you know if you didn't read the back title, surprise cool. back surprise yeah uh, oh my god uh, that, actually hold on shelve that oh my god reaction we'll go back to that uh, in a minute but um uh, damian lillard uh when underwent uh, i believe it was a, an abdominal surgery uh yep. says he's feeling good but Dame might be out the rest of the year. Uh, I mean, there's no set timetable yet. We don't know. Uh, the, the Blazers certainly aren't uh, safely in the playoffs. Uh, I believe they're 10th in the West, uh, and they're about a, a game and a half uh, in the lead from the 13-seeded uh, New Orleans Pelicans, who picked up a win. Uh, they picked up a win, a big win over the Clippers today. So uh, they're, they're coming in hot. Uh, look out for those Pelicans. Where's
1: Zion, Matt? Where's Zion?
0: Hey, when he comes back, they'll be like a four-seed. Uh, but yeah, Damian Lillard going down and for a team that already was looking like they were really struggling Dame, not being on the trailblazers, this, this could really be the death blow for them.
1: Yeah. And I, I, I think they're going to plummet. Like there's, I know people are saying, Oh, you know, Anthony Simons, he's going to come in and, you know, kind of fill the role. And he's played good step up. He is. He had that crazy kind of battle against Trey young, uh, last week and Mm -hmm. I believe it was last week, but you know, he's, yep. he's been pretty good kind of backup for them th- this year. And you know, I guess you could say Portland has the kind of bones of a good, uh, you know, or I should say decent NBA team. They've still got Norm Powell. They've still got, you know, uh, obviously CJ. Is, is CJ back playing after his collapsed lung? I haven't even looked. I, uh, <laughs> I have not I, been. I don't uh,
0: think so, and I don't. And Norm as a uh, was in health and safety as well. Oh, you're uh, right. So yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. So it's really just been Nurkic throwing punches at white boy hero.
1: <laughs> it's true. But uh, you know, even you know, having said all that, they get all their guys back. I I don't think they have you know even a shot in hell. They're just not even with Dane playing this year. They have not played inspired basketball, mm-hmm. even for one stretch. Like Chauncey Billups has have has kind of had to call out his guys multiple times for their effort and, you know, said how disappointed he was. And, you know, his, his schemes are, are seemingly not really working for these guys. And yeah, without Lillard, they just have no shot. I think they're going to plummet. I think they're going to probably end up as a, you know, a, a team picking in the lottery uh, when all is said and done, because, you know, he's going to, he's going to miss extended time, you know, six to eight weeks at least. Um, and then, you know, depending on where they are, they might just, uh, you know, shut him down for the rest of the season. Yeah. Um, you know, from a team building perspective, I don't think it's the worst thing ever that can happen uh, again. I, if, if you, you never want to see anyone get injured, but if he needed the surgery, he needed it. And I hope, uh, yeah. you know, he comes back as hundred percent Dame uh, you know, when, when he does get back on the court. Cause this year something seemed off all year long. Like yeah. he did not look like himself going back to the Olympics. But I, I think if you're Portland and you can count on him getting back, you know, fully healthy uh, next year, and you get a lottery pick that you can either, you know, try and really hit on or use in a trade, then maybe that's the kind of one way that uh, you can jumpstart sure, yeah. this, this franchise again, because we were always saying they weren't going to tank while Dame was there. They weren't going to go down to the lottery on purpose. You they can get a first be enough, TJ? Well, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, we'll, we'll see what kind of, uh, you know, with, with that uh, new kind of uh, yeah. Uh, uh, an actual good pick in there. How much their trade outlook can, can mm-hmm. change. Uh, and we can see what they, what they can do because it's been pretty bleak. Um, so, yeah, I, I think uh, if you're looking at the silver lining, uh, this might be a blessing in disguise for them, provided, again, that we can get Dame back uh, fully healthy and you know, knock on wood that that, that can happen uh, either this late this year or next year.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I think that, that that's exactly right. We'll see if Anthony Simons can keep uh, playing the level he's played at. I mean, he's got a ton of shots up, a lot of usage. So uh, obviously those numbers are going to be bumped up. Uh, but he's looked good. He's looked strong for for a young kid uh, who who came out of high school, really. I mean, he came out of IMG, which is pretty much like a college team. But yeah. um, e- either way, uh, regardless, uh, yeah, the Trailblazers, uh, your fandom, uh, for anyone listening, uh, our condolences on uh, the season. Uh, yeah probably time to dig up the shovel head to the back and just dump it in there uh cover (laughs) it up uh, plant a flower maybe so you can remember where it's supposed to be um but uh to end this off the special surprise oh my god uh we're doing monday trivia on friday because we just didn't do it on monday uh and i'm sure uh, everybody was clamoring for it uh you know uh we've been We've been in a slump, Jordan. Both of us. I'd like to announce that. I don't know if the scores because they're embarrassingly low. Like we're probably all both at like 25% accuracy at this point. Uh, oh yeah. And so i, I mean, and splits the point are to, bad, 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 And, and the points of Palooza saved our ass too. So oh yeah. <laughs> uh, it's pretty funny to think of. But uh, we're back with trivia. Uh Jordan, I took a page out of your book. I, I really kept this one uh strong and uh close to uh, the topics that we've covered today. Uh, yes. so I hope you appreciate that uh and and you know what are you ready because i'm going to kick you off right now
1: yeah let's go i'm ready as we say
0: oh yeah i mean i apparently lance steven's controversial i've been seeing that on twitter uh (laughs) but that's that i i need to dive more into that before i can formulate an official opinion um but uh uh, right now, and they won again tonight. So extending their, uh, their franchise record in, uh, win streak, uh, the Memphis Grizzlies uh, behind, uh, probably in the uh, MVP candidate, uh, John Morant, uh, also yep. one of the uh, leaders in the all-star voting right now for the West guards. He'd be, he just jumped over Luca. Um, yep. prior to this 11 game win streak, what was the Grizzlies longest win streak in franchise history? And if you tell me the year, I'll give you a bonus point.
1: Oh man. All right. Well, I'm assuming it was the grit and grind era. Uh, so wait, there, what's the what's their win streak right now?
0: They're, they're at 11 right now, but they were, they've already, so they, they've broken it already.
1: Yeah. Right. Okay. I'm going to say, well, I don't think it would have been much less than that uh, because they had some good teams and, even mediocre teams can like win five in a row. They can walk into it sometimes. So
0: yeah.
1: I'm going in between five and 10. Oh, I'm telling to say 10, but that's, that feels too obvious. So I'll go one under, uh, I'll go with nine.
0: So close. Eight wins by the grit oh, and grind Grizzlies in 2015.
1: God, very close. Damn it.
0: Very close. Uh, I, I guess I didn't give you Oof. enough time. To, you could have guessed the year still, I suppose, but I mean uh that grit and grind era is pretty widespread, but yeah, uh, yeah you're trying, eight, you're right. eight doesn't seem like that many for like a franchise. No, it's not like, that many. long. Well, I
1: think it's because I think it's probably because the West was just so damn good yeah, when they yeah. were playing. Like they would have just ran into somebody, but but yeah, yeah, I, I would have expected a little bit longer uh, of, of a streak for them because they were good. They were good.
0: Yeah. Uh, to move to the next question, uh, so Tobias Harris, we mentioned he's on. Uh, he could possibly totally. be uh, be moved be moved on from uh, the 76ers uh, along with Ben Simmons, but. Tobias is actually, you know, he's bounced around in the league. Uh, oh, a lot of people no. forget he's uh, he's been on five NBA teams. Can you tell me the five teams Tobias Harris has played for in his NBA career? Is
1: is Philadelphia one of the five? Like, are you including? Yes, so I'll include Philadelphia.
0: Yeah, Philadelphia. Oh. So there's one. You got one.
1: Oh, hey, I did it. Uh, the Clippers. Yep. Oh. my where else did this asshole play? Why can I only think of those? Oh, uh, Detroit? Yes. Uh, did he actually suit up for five teams? Yep, you yeah, know? he's
0: fully suited up for five he's teams. Played. One team I know people forget about a lot, but you're okay, doing better okay. than I expected because these are, some of these stints were like one to one and a half seasons.
1: Okay, okay. Tobias Harris. Oh, my God. I'm blanking now because I know – yeah, I knew it was Detroit. I knew it was cuz I think he got traded from Detroit to the Clippers and then he went from the Clippers to
0: I believe all 5 oh, moves were by trades. I don't think any of them were signed. Maybe, maybe Oh, no, yeah. 76ers might have been a signing. The rest I I believe were all trades.
1: Well, I think he was traded to the 76ers And then they re-signed him. But I don't think he actually – yeah, I don't think he's actually chosen to – Yeah. initially chosen to go anywhere. Okay, fuck me. Okay, okay. Uh, If I don't know, I just have to admit it because I'm just going to waste time. But, oh, my God. Okay, Detroit. It's funny because
0: I actually – when I was – because I I forgot about some of these teams when I thought about this question, and I would have went the inverse order that you've been going on. Really? Yeah. Okay,
1: but hold on. So, I got three out of five, though, right? Yeah, Clippers and uh Detroit. Yeah, oh my god, I might have to just give up. Oh my god, okay, shot in the dark. Let me think about all the teams. Bing, <laughs> bing, 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 bing. Didn't play for the Raptors, never played for the Pacers, never played for Boston, never played for Atlanta. Uh, oh my god, okay, 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 okay. Oh, fuck <laughs> it's
0: like now. 20 times, <laughs> I know,
1: I know, I know. I feel rushed. I feel it because I okay, wait. I'm just gonna
0: shot in the dark. Uh Houston? No, sorry, man. Uh, you get one more guess. I'll give you one more guess yeah. to get the part. Okay, point.
1: okay, okay. Um make it New, a
0: Orleans. New Orleans. No, also incorrect. No, so you had go. you've had his last three teams and you were going like in backwards order. So when I thought about this, I forgot about the Pistons and the Clippers. Even though I knew that there was uh, the team between uh, yeah. his time with the Sixers and his time with the Orlando Magic, oh! But before fuck. that, how
1: did I forget the? Ma- Are you but kidding that, me? Before that,
0: the team that drafted him and he played uh, his first year and a half in the league with the Milwaukee Bucks.
1: I ha- I literally had no idea that the Mar- oh really the yeah
0: drafted. I I just know no idea was-
1: but the Magic I cannot believe I didn't
0: yeah. That was, a, that was probably, like, one of his most oh. exciting times. He was hitting buzzer beaters with a young Victor Oladipo. Uh, but, yeah, yeah he was five teams.
1: Christ almighty. Well, wait, has he? Oh, okay. I was going to say they've, they've been all been East teams. Because I was thinking, like, what West teams? That's why I guessed Houston and New Orleans. But I have no memory uh, of him Clippers. On, on those teams. But, yeah, I, again, yeah, other than yeah. the Clippers. Um, yeah, okay. I, okay. Yeah, fuck me. I never would have guessed the Bucks, but I should have got the Magic. I'm an idiot.
0: But – uh, the next one I've got for you. So obviously Devin Booker, a uh, bit of a mascot hater. The Raptor owns him. Uh, he doesn't want to see him in the <laughs> streets. Um, but, you know, it, it, it's, just, it's something interesting. You know, Mascots have always just been around as far as we yeah. can remember. I mean, it's just like a, a fixture in professional sports, at least in North America. Can you tell me who the first ever mascot was in the NBA? Oh, my God. And sure. and I, I mean, somehow if you can bullshit and guess, guess what year, I'll give you a bonus point for the year too.
1: Yeah, okay um oh well i'm trying to just think like back all the way to well is this gonna be
0: i'll i'll, get, I'll tell you this too it's it is actually i'll, I'll give you this hint just because i feel like a nice guy uh this is a current mascot
1: oh okay I Still that, that does help because part of me was gonna fucking uh Yes, the toronto husky i don't know if the husky was ever a mascot but that was the you know the toronto team when the well, yeah, first nba game was months, played yeah. but um okay 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 I, I always take too long with these who the fuck is still around oh oh is the celtics leprechaun
0: so close so close because <sighs> i don't actually think the celtics have like a, a mascot like an actual leprechaun do i guess they don't i, I know like i don't really like a fixture right it's benny the bull
1: Oh, 1969
0: Benny the Bull right with oh, the well, landing. I,
1: I think I probably would have been off to I was thinking back in like the 40s yeah like the, the well, NBA that's started what
0: I, That's what I thought too not like right on the brink of the 70s but uh I know I don't really know when mascots really became a thing's so again it's just been such a long it time It feels day.
1: they feel like a 1970s thing actually yeah, that yeah. that makes sense
0: uh and then now to, to move to the next question, uh, we've been talking about Westbrook and uh, his late game yeah. uh, uh I mean, it's been uh, been horrible to watch. But uh, can you tell me how many buzzer beaters Russell Westbrook has in his career, regular season? Uh, and I'm talking same thing when you asked me that DeRozan question, a couple game podcasts. Game-winning buzzer ago. beaters? Game-winning buzzer beaters, no time left.
1: I'm going with my gut, and I'm going – I'm. I'm doing this because I I I, th- I think it should be right. I it and I, I'm not gonna justify it, I'm just gonna do it. Zero.
0: Two. Oh, you gotta be fucking two. Wait, wait,
1: no. Oh, there was that bank one, right? That so one. So I, like,
0: I, I I he had a lot in he like, MVp MVP season, I know he had a, quite a few. Uh that were like right at like, but they were like with a, a couple tenths of the second left or a second left. Like he hit Well that's that what I was thinking. I don't actually I think the one he hit against the Nuggets might've been a walk-off that in his MVP season, that deep three where yeah, he just, that one. and then yeah, I think, I think the that was when one, he broke
1: the triple double record, but yeah.
0: Yeah. And then the other one was he hit the, the fadeaway corner shot to beat the Warriors. I think it was, uh, when Kevin Durant was still on the thunders, I think it was the Warriors. I'm trying to, it was, a, it was another contending team and I'm pretty sure it was the Warriors. He hit a crazy, like a fall away three or it might have been a three or a deep two, but, uh, in the corner
1: okay yeah the reason I said zero is because I was like I don't remember yeah like you said he hit a bunch with a like point whatever time remaining yeah. but I don't like remember a like solid memory of hitting like a, a clean buzzer beater but um I do remember yeah I think the one in Denver was at the horn like I think it, the horn went off when the ball yeah. was still in the air yeah um but yeah fuck all right but like I said I want it should be zero Westbrook okay you've missed enough shots that you don't deserve any you uh, any game winning buzzer beaters on the books. Let's just leave it at that because uh, yeah, don't deserve it. So I'm, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm mad. I don't get the point, but I'm I'm still happy with my answer.
0: And then to end off our Monday, <sighs> Friday trivia, uh, Monday Friday. this is an easy one. I mean, it's not really easy, but it's, it's, a, it's be easy. a simple question. Can you tell me what bull bulls career high and points scored oh in a single race?
1: <laughs> I have no idea. Let's make this quick. Um, 18
0: 11 points oh god
1: that's what all oh, these guys god, are slumbering
0: over 11 points his best game in his uh, nba career 11 points oh
1: that's that's horrible
0: yeah that's so, horrible yeah. i mean again not like a lot of minutes not a lot of burn but uh 11 points jordan again we're still slouching i know that a couple of those were pretty cr- uh, pretty crazy i think that we actually do give each other some pretty hard questions uh <laughs> we definitely look give it's friday word.
1: okay i'm 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 I'm, I'm, I'm a killer True. on Mondays, not on Friday though. Come on.
0: We're going to be back with a Monday, uh, our Monday episode as always. And uh, we're actually going to be debuting a new segment, a uh, guest yep. uh, where uh, we give each other hints and we're going to try and figure out uh, what player uh, the other is, uh, is talking of. So uh, again, we, uh, before we uh, end off the podcast, just want to say again, a sincere thank you to everybody who's been listening and been rocking with us through, uh, so far in these past couple months. Uh, all the support again, uh, it's, uh, it's amazing to see, uh, the numbers are doing well and, uh, we, we can't thank you guys enough for the support. So yep. uh, keep that rocking. Uh, keep recommending us to friends, family, anyone else, you know, that, uh, enjoys basketball. I mean, I got to plug myself to, uh, my uh, my pickup group uh, again uh, see if that can bump our numbers up but uh, <laughs> it, again every, it's all me and jordan would we'll be doing this for, uh, whether it's recorded or not so uh, we're just happy to have some people listen to our our shitty takes um yep. and uh, again if you want to get involved with us more you want to give us your opinions or you want to send us some questions uh find us at big dog ball talk especially on twitter that's where we're most active uh and it's we're, we're, we're going to the moon, man. Everything's been going well. Uh, just yeah, keep shouting us out. Rate us five stars. Uh, give us any feedback. I mean, if you want to tell us we suck, that's fine. But uh, you better uh, post a picture of yourself because I might have to flame yes. your ass for that. Um, that's right. But, uh, again, this has been Matt Eichhorn with my friend Jordan Flegel uh, for Big Dog Ball Talk. And as my friend Jordan always says. Five o'clock somewhere right now. Five o'clock somewhere, man. Hey, we're we're only a couple yeah. hours away from five o'clock in the morning, for God's sake. You're,
1: you're right. This this is really I'm really at my limit here. I think I think that I, the, uh, the the Russell Westbrook question I answered that was just uh, you know kind of spur of the moment thing. If I had thought a little bit more, I think I would have got it right. Um, yep. And, I'll have to re-listen to this in the morning, see see, see how my takes... My takes felt good coming out of my mouth, but I don't know how they sounded.
0: You're belligerently um, drunk right now, too, so I mean... You don't, re- you don't even remember this conversation happened?
1: No, wrong. no. I'm going to be... It's going to be a happy surprise. Oh, Big Dog Waffle <laughs> Park updated today. Nice. My, my favorite pod. Um, but, uh, you know, it's five o'clock somewhere. Matt. Yeah, keep, keep, keep it in mind. You know, even though, yeah...